Hey guys. So two weeks have passed. Um, kind of felt like a long time. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, and I know the lighting's weird. Um, I just figure I kind of look more high quality in the lower uh, in the lower lighting. So, yeah. Um, oh Lord. Okay, maybe, maybe okay, hold on. <laughs> ah, that's much better, actually. Okay, so, as I was saying, um, and also I'll be doing the podcast while I'm doing this, so, uh, yeah, welcome to This Won't Last Long, I'm Michael, uh, you can call me Mike, and this is episode 13, um, today is a little, tonight is a little different, um, be talking about a bunch of random stuff. There's no specific. I mean, I want to talk about specific things um, in media and life recently, but I will also just have no specific structure to it. I'll just I'll just talk. That's what a podcast is, right? So, by the way, sorry if you hear my cats uh, scratching. They're going to bed now. Uh, so yeah, and then I'll be playing God of War during this because, as you can see, I'm at the Niflheim, Nifl, Nifl, I don't know, I'll just call it Niflheim, um, part where it is very hard, um, I've struggled immensely with it, but I searched up a farming technique for the Mist Echoes, anyone who knows God of War knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. So, I'm going to try to do that while talking, I guess. Um, that's kind of tonight's plan. So, and also, I hope you guys like the border. Uh, I had no idea it was this easy. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I will probably fix the um like larger one at some point later uh later on but for now i think it's cool i think it's good works so let's see first thing to talk about so i contrary to the intro of last episode I listened to Logic's new album, uh, first independent album, College Park. I thought it was very good. And I... <laughs> it's not all my thoughts. Oh, I thought it was very good, and I'm done my review. No, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that like, he talks about his past a lot in other projects, or frankly, all of his projects. Um, not to say that any of it is boring or just, like, putting down what he's been through, but... Um, you know. Like, it is an interesting past. Um, 
what Logic's been through. But he's talked about it like every every album. And it's getting kinda old at this point. Like I feel like that's not too fucked up for me to say considering it's from a viewer's perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like I'm his therapist and being like, you know what, Bobby? You saying your same trauma? It's getting kinda old. Like it's it's not like it's not like that, you know what I mean? Just memorize this lines curvy ish thing and sideways. Okay, but this time it felt very refreshing. Um, the way he was uh, spitting about his ass, I don't know how it felt refreshing because he's talking about a lot of the same, uh, you know, stuff. But I I liked what he was talking about. Really. And also, it felt very. Oh, shit. Shit, 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 shit. Are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> First death of the night. Um, you know what? I will turn the volume off because. Yeah. Heal. Like that is interrupting my voice. And that's not fun. get a drink soon. So just, I won't put the beer at back screen just because um, I feel like I need it. saying um this time around he was talking about yes of course his uh, fucked up past with being racial and um race and all that jazz but he was also talking about it through. Hold on, let me just memorize this. The backwards E, one, turn, straight. Okay, uh. Yeah, he was talking about it through these cool uh, animated. Uh, not really. I don't want to say skits because they, they weren't. Um, more so. I don't know what they would be. I guess like shorts? 
Is it a proper name for it? Um, basically, just reenactments of what life was like at the time of 2011 when he was kind of starting out. Which is a cool uh, time to look back on in his career. Like, he's one of my idols, and um, just to. Not him, because it's not obviously. Um, it's not obviously organic, like, it's not a documentary of seeing him in 2011. Oh, shit. Come on. Um. But it did feel natural in the sense that it was his raw emotions at the time and his raw um, natural desire for more. For, um, like his, his ambition and his. Um, for, I was about to say smart words, I'm not looking for I'm looking for words here. Uh, fuck, how do you describe this? His... His raw journey to doing what he uh, loves doing, which is make art, uh, which hit home for me. Anything involved with that kind of messaging hits home with me because I, of course, am an artist. Um, I prefer the term filmmaker because that's just more, like, less generalized. Uh, Artist can mean lots of things, you know what I mean? So, I like just any anything with that storyline hits home for me because I would resonate it with resonate with it immediately because I'm an artist, so I'm just like, oh well, yeah, of course I'm gonna love a storyline about. A humble dude trying to trying to make it as an artist, trying to inspire people by what he's doing. Of course, I'm gonna love that because it's what I want to do. It's what I want to do with my films and my um, my stuff, man. It's what I want to do. So yeah, of course it's gonna fucking hit all. Of course it is. my story like that's why he's such a fucking idol to me because his story is my story in the sense that he's just trying to um i already said this i'm sorry uh he's just trying to make good art and inspire people while he's uh, while he's at it which is an admirable mission. But that's that's what he that's what he's doing. He's on a mission. It's a 
an animal in this map. has saved lives and art can save lives saved my life um and that's another reason why this album and just logic in general resonates so hard with me is because it's <laughs> his story is ironic in that sense because his art saved his own life um like just as he's talked about in many of his songs um, more in depth with his own version of Last Call on, on uh, Young Snatcher 4 he's he lived with uh, Lenny Fing Lembo for ages because he was just trying to because it was way more difficult to make it as an artist back then uh, as it is now and now it's still difficult like imagine back then i couldn't even imagine uh the pain of that up anyway because I didn't get the uh, thing for the thing <laughs> so let me just see who's online right now who I could raid afterwards yeah okay. I'm gonna raid bargain bargo Done here. Who was I? Yeah, but th that was pretty much all I was saying. Is that logic? With logic, it just comes down to an artist trying to be an artist, and trying to make good art, and trying to inspire people while he's at it. And that's what it all comes down to, and that's what art straight in general all comes down to. That's the motto. Just do what you love. Try to inspire the people to do what they love. And shit, make a lot of money all day. Um, 
and of course most of it sounds dope i mean there's a few like a little underwhelming songs on the record um including let's see there was Like a couple of the beats kind of sounded basic, um, not in a way of like, like I'm not limiting his talent just to give me the basic ass beat, but just like, he kind of did, like it's just, he kind of did in the sense of just, it just sounded like, some of the beats just sounded like heard it lots of times before and that's not what you want on your own you know album or anything basic ass sound was um, shimmy yeah shimmy featuring a joey badass and it just kind of felt oh choice a lot I um, and I get too confident in the sense that I'll just oh I'll be fine and then I fuck up and I end up not being fine Shit, 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 shit,
No, no, oh man, damn it. This fucking game is gonna be the death of me, man. Um, what else was there on this album? Um, Fantano was saying that the skits, again, I keep using the word skits, the shorts, or, you know, scene, that's the proper word, scene, that Fantano was saying the scenes were bad, and he, he said they, any, every, each of them were bad. The dialogue was horrible, that the acting was horrible, um, that there was no point to them. I think, I mean, of course, it's Anthony's job to analyze every little bit of a record, but just, it all comes down on the, to it on the record that just, Bobby's just trying to show what that time was like in his life. That's what all this album is. I mean, of course, it's the deeper meaning of art that I was talking about. But again, it all, like, in the most simple of terms, it's just showing what life was like at that time, really. And if people didn't like that, then people didn't like that. But that's all that he was trying to show. And I respect that. And I loved it. Uh, yeah, a couple of the scenes went on too long sometimes. You know, a couple of the songs were good, or a couple of them were misses, or underwhelming, or something. Like Shimmy, and like, um, like Wake Up, and stuff like that, and a couple others, but... Overall, great record. I loved it. And I love Logic. I'm not a super fanboy. I don't support everything he does. He hasn't said or done anything too fucked up so far. Um, which is surprising, considering he's been mainstream for around 10 years now. So that's crazy to think. Yeah, he wouldn't say anything that would, uh, what's the word, garner, you know, flack, or, I mean, of course he's gotten flack over the years, but he's not, like, he still has a career. Um, and I'm not talking about cancel culture, because that's another conversation in itself. Say in the chat if you want me to talk about cancel culture and my opinions on that. Because I'll just leave it as it's stupid, but um, like Bobby hasn't done anything. It's just surprising Bobby hasn't done anything that would end his career, kind of thing. Like specifically done anything. People could, he could say stuff, but he hasn't like physically done something. Sorry, I have, I had a hang now. Ooh, that hurt. Oh, what? 
Oh, that's not fun. Oh, okay. Got a bot. It's annoying. Anyway, that was a thing. Uh, yeah, just with those kind of little issues of just a couple song being misses and a couple things, a couple scenes running too long sometimes, and a couple basic sounding ish beats, basic ish sounding beats. And overall, it'd be like a light to a strong seven or a light to a strong eight, probably a seven, more so. I really liked it. Um, I think I like Vinyl Days more if we're talking about his recent works. Uh, either Vinyl Days or No Pressure still hits hard for me, even though I listen to it repeatedly. It has a lot of... I think that's of his most recent works. No Pressure is like his most... the one with the most... Uh, what's it called? Re-listen value or replay value. But yeah. Um, I'm going to go get a drink, because <laughs> I've been talking for almost half an hour, and yeah, so I would mute, but there's, there's, there's literally nothing bad you'd be able to hear, so I am just, I'll be right back, and get a drink. You're being ready to do this. Um, the last thing I was talking about, uh, <laughs> what's been happening in the news recently? Um, the trans rights thing is stupid. I hope my friends, because I have a lot of trans and um, non-cis friends. Um, not even just friends, it's deeper than that. We consider each other like family. Um, to a certain extent, but I love them all and I fucking pray that they never go to America which is something I hope I hold on maybe my mind is um which is something I never thought I would say but at the same time it's America what should I expect but um It sucks, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm only one guy. I'm sure there's some petitions. I hope they work. But like I I've I've signed a couple but my signature alone. Uh, won't garner anything. I'm just one signature, I'm just one dude. 
there's no point. My signature will immediately, uh, you know, change the world. But I hope. Regardless, the world does change because it is shitty that people, they're real human beings, are not sick in the head or anything, they're trans, they're humans. Uh, it's sick, sickening that they have to not feel safe in their own skin. That is something so goddamn sickening. And I hope, I can only hope that that will change. but just uh, secondhand hurts me knowing I have so many people close to me that are trans like that genuinely hurts me to, to know that they wouldn't be safe in America genuinely fucking hurts me to my fucking soul That is fucking ridiculous. I can't. Not here, shit. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be fucking scared, bro. Don't let me I'm getting there, I'm getting there. 
What was I saying? Trans rights. Yes. Um. I, you know, as a Canadian, solely Canadian, you know, I can say all this stuff about America um, without having ever been there. And Americans are still saying stuff about America having been there, which is a lot of the stuff that I'm saying and agreeing with. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't even come down to, like, if you are in a place or not. It just comes down to treat people like people. And I hate that a lot of states just decided to not, just decided that trans people aren't, aren't people. Oh, and that, that hurts, man. But as long as there are people willing to fight, or hold on, as long as there are people willing to have daring to have audacity to put down people for being people in all of in some of, in some or all of their facets, there will always be people willing to fight for people wanting to be who they are and be comfortable in their identity. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the one thing. that is keeping our world not uh, completely destroyed because if there were no good people on this earth like ever we would be dead years decades ago easily easily and um Yeah, that's kind of my thought on that. And just any world issue, to be honest. What else was in the news? I saw um, Superhero News with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck refuses to direct a, and I'm assuming, um, also star in... Uh, ADC movie for James Gunn's new universe. I'm assuming he wants to, he doesn't want to star in it as well. But yeah, he doesn't want to direct or star in a DC movie because because of the Joss Whedon cut and that whole um, clearly traumatizing experience for him because clearly it's traumatizing Otherwise, he wouldn't refuse a great opportunity 
um, what would that be like? Seven years later? Because, yeah, they must have, like, done production with Whedon 2016? Late 2016 at the best. Yeah. That just sucks, because... If they reworked... Uh, Batfleck, if they reworked his Batman, he would be a great Batman. If they just... If they reset the universe and they had Affleck as Batman with with the uh, no killing rule in place because it would work to just rework it because it would be a new universe, right? So you can just have him be the like, right? So like they could have just done that. Man And I don't know if the Snyderverse would have worked because uh, we know the end anyway. We know that it would have ended with... And I'm sure there's would, there would have been, like, solo movies and stuff in between. But the main end was Bruce, or Diane, uh, Diana, Lois cheating on soups with Bruce. And then Bruce and and then Bruce got Lois pregnant and then Darkseid killed Lois in the line of fire or something and then it just in that way kind of started the injustice storyline and then they went back in time and then it kind of just starts all over again from uh, v Superman, which is kind of kind of stupid. Not gonna lie. Um, obviously, a majority of that is not stupid. I love Dark Side. I love Zoops. I love Bruce. I love Lois. Um, I don't love the pregnancy storyline. I don't love Jared Leto's Joker. I don't love that Bruce kills. I don't love uh, Mira. Um, Amber Heard bias aside, obviously. But I think I would have loved everything else, and that sucks. But I am said this many, many times multiple social medias, but I am, like, concerningly excited for The Flash. I think I will actually cry when, like, when I see the, when the movie comes on. Like, the first fucking scene, I'll probably just be like, oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> like, I will freak out, dude, and I can't wait for that to be bigger than Endgame for me. And Endgame, like, I don't think I've actually, no I haven't, I don't think I've actually said this, um, but my endgame experience was I, alright, 
because basically, context here, we grew up, I mean, we as in, we meaning as in me and Hannah, my sister Hannah, older sister. Um, we grew up with Marvel. I, even as a fucking newborn, I remember hearing Toby movies, my dad watching them on TV, or just on DVD, um, watching them while I was like half asleep or something as a baby. Like, I remember hearing those at near months, or near like days old. I remember, like, playing, like, all of those Spider-Man games. I remember watching, um, Captain America the First Avenger when Uh, came out not in theaters maybe no on DVD when it came out on DVD in 2011 when I was like six or seven um, I remember seeing the first Avengers that like when it came like when it came out and then 13 years later I am gonna be seeing two years from now. We're all we're all gonna be seeing Secret Wars in Kang Dynasty, and I will cry my eyes out once more. Um, <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. But basically, um, and yes, it's all valid points of Marvel is a trap. Too much of it now there's superhero fatigue and all those not gonna lie valid points um but i don't care my personal experience i love marvel i i love the mcu some of it i don't agree with yes i don't love all of it I'm not that much of a dick rider, but I do love superheroes, and I can explain for hours why, but I won't right now. But, yeah, ever since the first Avengers that we saw that in theaters when it came out in 2012, I've loved every second of it, and, okay, mostly every second of it, and then when Endgame came out, I just, like, we, we all saw them as a family until the divorce in 2017. 
and then, well, just me and my dad with a couple, and then, um, and then it was just me and Hannah ever since, and So, that night, I just kind of had to turn my emotions off, because we were supporting this jazz, small local jazz orchestra thing, I think, me and Hannah, um, after the movie. So, I just had to turn my emotions off until later that night or maybe it was the afternoon after um just in the middle of the day the next day like i just randomly started bawling my eyes out and she was like what? what's wrong what's wrong and i was just like that was the greatest superhero movie i've ever seen and I wish dad was with us and that's what made it so so sad because he wasn't he it all started with seeing it seeing all of them as a family and then we weren't when then game came out so that just hurt me like a soul level and um it hurt hurt like hell and um I was about to say obviously not obviously you guys don't know everything but um a few years later fine Me and my sister are good with our dad now. I will not explain why we weren't good. I will not explain that. <laughs> but yeah, and that's why. Like, that's why Endgame was so big for me. And also the main thing that everybody says, well, it's a combination of all the stuff you've seen in theaters and experiences with your family over 10 years or whatever. So. But yeah, and like, with the, with the Flash, it's even, it's even bigger because you know, I, I've watched the, uh, I've explained this, but I grew up with the animated universe long before the games. Um, long before the show, too. It was Batman the Animated Series. It was all those. And then it was 
couple years later, seven or eight, nine-ish, it was the animated movies. Specifically, remember um, a few things. I remember Assault on Arkham, where it was Batman's entrance, and um, <laughs> the security guards were saying, "Holy crap, it's Batman!" And holy shit, it's Batman! And then me and my dad like laughed our asses off. And then I also remember, I think I was watching it by myself at this point, the Flashpoint Paradox for the first time. And when Bruce shot uh, on, like my shocked face, just like, oh my god, like, I was just like, oh my god, that is a fucking moment. <laughs> um, I remember loving the shit out of that movie. In that storyline, and then I read Justice League uh, War, the comic of it. And then I watched more of the movies and got into the animated universe. And then the only one I haven't seen is Apocalypse uh, War. I haven't seen that one. And I didn't bother seeing Death by Superman because I already knew the storyline um, I already knew what happened and those are the only two I haven't seen um, I know what happens but like I don't know I just feel like there's no point in watching either of them if I just know that they all die anyway and the universe gets reset you know what I mean so and then of course there was the show and like Was one episode? It was. It was just one episode. And. Well, okay. You could argue it was two episodes. The finale of season two, and it was the premiere episode of season three. The Flashpoint storyline that, that they did. But. They did it so well that it stuck with me and it has stuck with me and it's not even just those two episodes it's the whole through line of the show is that with most heroes in media he turns his pain of not having his mom anymore into saving other people from that faith and saving himself in the process by saving those people from that from that specific faith and 
Grant Gustin does it so well, and... Um, yes, you could argue his acting does fall a little bit when the episodes get bad, like... Um, post-crossover season 6 onward. No, that's just my personal opinion. That's kind of when his acting falters. Because I think everybody just stopped caring since they were given a bad script. Um, I mean, I don't blame them. I would stop caring as well <laughs> if the writing was that fucking bad. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't remember, like, any good moments in, um, season, late season six, season seven, or season eight. I don't remember any good moments. Nope, I don't. I remember loving the shit out of Excess and Impulse. I remember loving Jay. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. And I am not loving season nine so far, let me fucking tell you. Um, but, yeah, man. The whole thrilling of the show is that he can't forgive himself. And that to save himself from that guilt, he saves other people. And that is a beautiful fucking thing, and that's the through line of all heroes. And I, that's why I'm a sucker for superhero shit, and nerd shit, and I just love it so much. And I can't, like, I can't not love it. Because it is just such an incredible and beautiful, yet so simple thing. Of just saving other people of your similar pain. And turning that pain into strength. And using that strength that was turned into strength through your pain. And using that strength to save other people. It's so, so real and so beautiful. And I waited to see. That beautiful cathartic switch of I don't have to save her to save her turned into a beautiful movie. I've waited 70 years for that. And yes, I waited more than that for Endgame. But, or I, I waited the same amount of time for Endgame. I was older waiting for Flashpoint. 
so I was more aware, I was more mature, um, I wasn't eight, I wasn't, um, you know, I was, like, like, And waiting for this since I was nine. Since I was nine. <laughs> Wait. Sorry, ten. Since I was ten. <laughs> Wrong age. <laughs> I've been waiting for this forever and I can't wait. And because because of that age difference, I feel like that flash feels more important to me. Because if you look at it through the lens of main characters, the flash is more important to me than Iron Man and Captain America combined. Barry just is. He's just more important. He is more. He resonates more with me. The storyline hits harder. Um, yeah. And yes, do I cry every time when. Tony's selfish selfishness becomes selflessness and he sacrifices himself? Yes, I do. Do I cry every time I rewatch the Captain America movies and uh, Dr. Erskine says um, Don't be a perfect soldier, but be a good man. Yes, I do. I cry every damn time. Because they're heroes and it hits a certain part of our souls that is our collective unconscious of people deserve help. We should help people. And we as humans should help other humans find peace, and it's a desire to help people that goes beyond rationality, goes beyond logic, and anything that makes sense, and that's why heroes resonate so, like, so hard with so many people, and I'm rambling, and that is my point. On why the Flash is more important to me than Iron Man and Cap. But, um, and then now it is content corner. Um, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. That's sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what I've been working on. Excuse the voice crack there. I made, or I'm making. A little documentary and it's going to be 
was gonna say feature length, not feature length. Um, I know a time that popped in my head was like 45 minutes. Um, I don't think it's gonna be that long. Like, I don't know, probably under an hour. Like, basically just, it's my guitar journey. My journey of learning guitar. And I don't know when I'll kind of stop, I guess kind of when I master guitar or just when I know like a lot of songs or a collection of songs that I can just play and that I have down. Um, so that's probably when I'll stop and then I'll probably Yeah, so I don't know, kinda I'll think about this while I'm making it. But like obviously if all of it is just me like repeatedly practicing guitar and it just is day one, day two would like and it's just the same thing over and over again, then obviously that's gonna be boring. So I could just now I'll think of cool things to include in it in the meantime while I'm making it but I'm excited to make it I'm excited to learn guitar more and more as I go on and learn it um yeah I've been nailing and trying to nail down current joys uh become the warm jets it's a great song i'm trying to master that shit it's a pretty easy first song seems like it so far i just need to my guitar has a little buzz i don't know why um found out today yeah, because uh, it was like tuned um, perfectly, like according to Guitar Tuna. That's the tuning app that I use. It was according to that tuned um, properly, but then when I did the A string, all of a sudden the like this fucking buzz. So I don't get that, and I'll research into that. And I should be practicing with an amp, but I don't. Maybe that's part of the problem, and I'll find that out as well. And I'll probably be part of the documentary. But. And then obviously anything um, pertaining to guitar learning will be included in that as well. Like, like if I need to go and buy something. I'll vlog me going to buy something, or if I, uh, I don't know, like, 
I was thinking of including asking people I know, like having, like having talking heads segments, but instead of just like famous people, just people I know, I was asking them what they think about me learning guitar, and just their perspective on that. It could be a cool talking heads thing, you know, I could do like a cool background. So that'll that'll be fun though. I am excited for that. So other than that, um I have ten books left on my reading list. I recently finished The Guilty, which was very good. It uh, it's a great story about an assassin and his partner. Jessica Real, the main assassin, Will Robbie. Will Robbie. Um, it's a great storyline. It starts with him being fucked over mentally because he kills a kid. And that murder of a kid um, infects his mind the point where he has to take a leave from assassin work and during this leave he finds out his father has been wrongly accused of someone's murder and Will decides to go back to his hometown and avenge his father and sorry and um, free his father from wrongful imprisonment, and it's a great story, and he goes back to his hometown to do that, but it's like to have an excuse to heal himself from his fatherly issues, and he does in the end, because um, I won't spoil why, like, how it happens, but does heal from it, and he, um, his dad heals him, and his dad heals himself in the process, which is really beautiful, so, yeah, it's a great storyline, the villain, like the murderer, um, like the villain reveal was a little underwhelming. <laughs> other than that, it was a little slow in some parts, but other than that, it was great. And then there was the screenwriting, uh, book for dummies, which was great. It had a lot of stuff that I didn't know before. And a lot of stuff that I know, but didn't know in a certain light. Um, yeah. Overall, just a great informative guide. So yeah, now I have 10 more books. Um, and After that, I simply just focus on 
mastering guitar and skateboarding as much as I can before summer starts. And during summer, I will be finally, finally doing the interview, which is my very ambitious first Choose Your Own Adventure uh, series that I'm going to be making on here on YouTube. This isn't YouTube, but on YouTube. Let me posting it there. So basically, I'm also going to make a trailer soon, which I'm really excited about, because I thought of an easy way to make one. An easy kind of concept for one, so... Basically think... Try not to spoil. But think the... Think the Truman Show meets regular show meets um meets groundhog day meets like a classic markiplier feel yeah i think that. i think that I'm gonna be making a lot of short things, skits, and things for uh, for my announcements group, for my announcements class, for school. Um, our group is called Scrambled Signals. If you want to see our first broadcast that I tried to film at a good angle, and um, I cut together all the segments and the broadcast bits together into a full uh, saves broadcast, and you can check that out on YouTube, you can also check out couple segments on there, uh, yeah, or check any of that out, so yeah, um, Basically, a couple of the ideas. I will say afterwards. I need to go to the washroom. I'll be right. And these segment ideas. I was going to say that one was of me. It starts out uh, of me streaming, and then. There's a Mickey Mouse. And basically wants me to accept a sponsor deal and I don't want to accept it um, and then like the bit before well, I guess will just be me like talking I'll 
I'll just I'll probably be like, oh, welcome back to the stream, guys. And then it'll cut to like a stuffy of Mickey saying, you have to accept this, Michael. And then like it gets really dark and stuff. That meat, meat canyon meets um, horror short. I don't know. Anyway, let me just put my and Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hell yeah. Died, Oh shit, I'm almost dead. tried <laughs> Ish idea was I the weirdest prompts of inspiration ever, but my boss at work today, uh, there there's this really gross cup that's been there for a while, um, and we had no we had no idea whose it was. Still, after he threw it out, I had no idea what it was. 
basically it's been there for days, weeks probably at this point. Um, and my boss was just like, hey Michael, is this your cup? And I was like, obviously no, like it's, I don't know, been there for like weeks and stuff. But I just told you, and then he was like, okay, whatever. And he just threw it out. Um, and then I thought it'd be funny if, because you can see in the Scrambled Signals broadcast, first broadcast that we made, YouTube in bio, um, that we had, I wasn't involved in it really, but they had a bit of Ace Attorney inspired. Um, it was also alternately titled Where's My Pen? Basically, Alex, our switcher, um, and filmer person, just Alex, one of our members, basically, he couldn't find his pen. And then um, a few others, Holly, Emily, and Tommy were all accused of stealing his pen. And then it went into this Ace Attorney anim like animated bit of a court case of stealing Alex's pen. And it was really funny. And that went on for like a minute-ish. And then it cut to reality where or another like a mutual friend of ours Callum um, came into the scene and he was walking down the hallway and then he found Alex's pen in the hallway and then he heard them like saying objection and then um, he walked in like did anyone find this? I wonder and then and then did a cool they did a cool heist, they did a cool Markiplier point of view thing where there was like, and the and it, Column's hand was like, looking like the viewer, it was really cool. But anyway, yeah that was, basically, um, I had a similar idea where, <laughs> based off of my boss, this interaction with my boss, I'm going to make a skit where I'll, prob I'll probably film my boss reenacting this, but basically he'll say it again, but this time. Oh god, so stupid. He basically. <laughs> he basically questions life like, or any of us a cop. When you really think of like it's just like a really deep uh stupid psychological f mess in his head because of the stupid goddamn cup and then it cuts to reality of him just throwing the cup out and then it's like and then the ending will be like what does all of this matter we're all just a cup anyway <laughs> Um, I'm excited to make it. 
and a lot of the shots. I don't know. Shots in between. I guess will just be him reflecting on life. Right, so. I don't know if I want it to be him or me who's reflecting on life. I think it would be easier if it's me because if it was him, it wouldn't make sense for me to do a voiceover of him. First of all, because he's Indian and I, like that's just racist. Um, or, okay, maybe not racist, but just not right for a white guy to no, it, it is racist to do an Indian accent, but, and I'm white, but, um, it just wouldn't sound right if it was my voice. As the subconscious of an Indian dude, that just wouldn't make sense. So, I'm thinking that he asked me, and then... I am the one reflecting on life based off of this cup and then it cuts to him like asking um, so is this your cup and then he, he's just like ah whatever and he throws it out and then it, I guess it cuts to me Like, just struggling to get back to work, I guess. Based off of this intense reflection of life. Um, so I'm excited to make that. And then I think, yeah, because it was just those two ones. And then it was, I'll probably get back to, I've never, I've only made one. And it was with my mom. But it was, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Are You Happy? Um, basically it's that trend going around where you, it's like a man in the street kind of thing where you ask people questions on the street and stuff. So I'll probably do that because I'm getting more confident with that sort of stuff. Um, I can even give food to a homeless guy. Um, I needed help from my friend at work, Thomas, but I still like talk to him beforehand. You know, like, like, I'm getting more confident talking to people. Just, like, that I don't know and stuff like that. So, with that, with that being said, I'll probably make interviews. Um, because, I mean, the Discord, I haven't been active, like, at all. I'm not active at all. I don't make interviews. I really should get to it. And, um, you know, I should also, oh yeah, and then there's the trailer that I was talking about for the interview, and that's the first thing of the interview that I will have done since the, wait, old, because it looks stupid, um, intro video for the series. Um, I think like the first 
video that you, for anyone who watches Markiplier, who are like hyped with Markiplier, where you, where you get the first set of voices. That first video I had done, or almost done, then I realized it was not low production value, so I just kind of gave up on it. But yeah, so. There'll be progress on the interview. And then I'll probably make more previews leading up to it. Like once I have more footage and stuff like that. Um, like early in the summer and stuff like that. But for now I can make the trailer, I can do my other things, reading and guitar and skateboarding. Skating. Um, before the summer and then you know, do the rest of the series during the summer. But yeah. Basically the plan. And I'll make stuff in between that. I was also thinking of my own version, uh, a video essay version. My own video essay version of a It's Just a Game tribute video. There we go. Um, because I've, I've seen a lot of those, and I feel like the one thing missing from them is someone passionate about them talking about it. And I feel like I can include that. Um, and I would include all the games that mean something to me on a personal level. And all one is. Um, Arkham games, uh, God of War, um, Spider-Man games, uh, Last of Us series. Um, think, folks. Hollow Knight. Um, Subnautica. Subnautica is one. <laughs> what else even? Terraria, I guess, could be one. Um, Minecraft, yeah. Abzu, definitely. Uh, Injustice games, definitely. The Lego games. Life is Strange games. Um, man. 
Ooh, the Raymond games, hell yeah. I'm trying to think of the first Battlefront had a storyline, I know it didn't. Um, maybe the Battlefront 2 storyline? Maybe? Um, oh, obviously the Mario and Sonic games, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, man. little nightmares yeah um so folks I think next time I'm going to do a would you rather kind of podcast episode but until then I am going to end this little little chill watch with uh, Michael thing. I'm gonna watch a couple of videos. A lot of I see a lot of streamers do this. I've never done it, but um, okay. Let's do it now. I'm gonna get more a drink. Change your plan. I'm just, I'm rating my buddy Sylphie. So yeah.